<laughs> That's what happens when I smoke. Shut up. <laughs> oh, man. We gave him a blunt and a beer. Ain't no <laughs> there you go. We don't even know what it's going to happen. Oh, no. Just stay tuned. Stay tuned, mm-hmm. folks. Do I have to spell out dot or just? <laughs> no, no, Ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, boys, men, women, children of all ages, all the way live, hailing from LA, California, yay, home of the palm trees and chronic leaves. Some call it Grandzilla or Top Chef Tony. I call it the champion. They say your mind is a terrible thing to waste They say mine is a terrible team to face On my grind, it's unbearable cream to chase I'ma shine, though whatever it seems to take They say your mind is a terrible thing to waste They say mine is a terrible team to face On my grind, it's unbearable cream to chase I'ma shine, it's about to, 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 to What up, what up, what up, people? We are back at it again, it's your boy Jarrell And of course, I got my road dog my partner, the Bud Tender of the Year Award winner, Rocky Aladdin. What's up, Jarrell? Today we got some special guests in the house. Um, we've got Nate the Great, as well as Robert Martinez, a.k.a. What's last your, uh, Weed Tonight. Last Weed Tonight. Um, also, too, uh, guys, we are going to be discussing some things, but we wanted to kind of get into a little bit of the reverb prior to... Uh, getting into it so um, we are going to be discussing home grow or just grow in general but honestly for those patients that are looking for something at home that they uh, do have medical cards and they can legally grow cannabis in their state this is the episode for you this is the episode for for you oh yeah but like like Rocky said this is for the people who can legally grow you know in their, their private residence so Hell yeah, we got we got some some good shit for you, and we got my boy Rob, who's just here to talk shit. Always, <laughs> always, uh, but, always. Uh, along with along being a, a, a shit I believe in haterism aficionado. <laughs> uh, haterism runs uh, deep in my blood. <laughs> that is very true. Yes, it does. But you also you know you do a lot of um, like production and stuff, so we gonna get into that as well, man. My, definitely, my, my guy's versatile, so yeah, we can do a lot. So. uh Nate the Great, man, what's happening? Tell tell the people about yourself. Like, where Yo, you yeah, from? Yeah, how you guys So I was originally born in Anaheim, California, but I consider myself a Vegas kid. I grew up and I was raised out here. I was here my whole life. And um, as far as getting in the cannabis industry, it started a little early for me, honestly. I was about 13 years old when I first got high. I didn't start smoking every day and like make it a regular thing until I was about 15. And I've been high ever since, man. <laughs> you remember that you know? first feeling, though? Like, oh yeah, I never forget it, man. I never forget it. And it, it's it's funny because sometimes when you go through breaks and you only go two, three months, or even a month, you know, mm-hmm. you go back and get high. Sometimes you get that feeling again when you you know when you first got high. You know, you get the giggles, you get super stoned, you know, tears to the my whole eyes. nine yards. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely remember the first time I got high. I never forget it. It's definitely what what put me onto this plant to to where I'm at now. You know, I fell in love with it. Got so much love and passion and respect for it. So. I never leave it behind, you know. I heard the fuck out of that. Mm-hmm. Ah, what about you, man? Let's give us a little bit about your background. Um, thirty-seven years old. I'm actually from San Fernando Valley, California. Nice. Uh, lived in Bakersfield and then came to Bakersfield. Uh, came to Vegas. I've been here, what, 
20 some odd years now. Uh, I consider myself a Las Vegan, just like my man here. Uh, the same thing with my man, I got involved in the cannabis industry uh, in 2016 when it went wreck, actually. I just put my application in, got a call, jumped into the dispensary, and right on, you know, it. the same thing. Uh, I just love this plant. Uh, started smoking when I was 15 and haven't really looked back. You know, I, I say all day, every day. Uh, that's how it was back in the day for me, you know. Little things changed here now and then. I got a little family. Uh, I have to grow up a little, just a little bit. Just but, a little you know, yeah. Yeah. Responsibilities. Uh, yeah, that's the thing with me. Just work now and, yeah, that's what I do. That's awesome. Hell yeah. So, I, how was butt tender for you? Because you used to butt tend for a while. Like, for both of you guys, you did. Nate, you butt tended too, yeah? Yeah, I butt tended for a while, definitely. Wow. Yeah, I did it for a few months. And uh, even though I was more onto the cultivation side, um, jumping into butt tending, I was always a good people person, so that was definitely a really good, good experience. And for me to open up that side of uh, of my whole cannabis experience is dealing with people one on one, listening to what they want, what they need, you know, mm-hmm. especially for those medical patients, <coughs> taking that time to um, to build that relationship with that specific person, you know, and just remembering and uh, you know uh, what what helps them, you know, what's good for them. Yeah. And so and, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And but tender for me, you know, like. I was always a good salesman anyways. I could always put on a good show. And that's what uh, butt tending was to me. Is, you know, I, Not only do I love this plant and I could sell it, but I could tell you the benefits of it. And also I could get you to buy what I want you to buy. If I need you to buy an edible, just the type of uh, whatever you frame, you know, how you want to be yeah. high, I could get you in that high. Yeah. And that's the type of smoker that I am. You know, I'm an old school smoker. Though. Right. You know, the look, smell, smoke is what I always go back to. Yeah. You know, if it looks good, smells good, smokes good, sure. I'm coming back and I'm buying it again and again. Yeah. And yeah. that's what exactly. I aimed for with this, you know, when I was buttoning, that's what I aimed for uh, with these customers is, you know, how do you want to feel? Hell yeah. And let me get you there. Yeah. And I'll you know, you let, me right get, let me get you there at the right way. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure everybody had that, that homeboy. I mean, I had that homeboy that would be like, Robert, try this. Now try this. Now I'll try this. And I'd be sitting in the corner like, mm-mm. You know what? I, I, I smoke too much. I'm going to be the first okay. one to OD. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be the first one to go out. And and I don't want other people to have that. Right. So when I was butt tending, I wanted you to take it nice and easy. Like I told everybody, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah. Take your time. Take your yeah. time. I love that you said that. You know, yeah. like, tell me how you want to feel. And tell me how... You know what you're comfortable. How you comfortable getting there? Yeah. You know whether you want to smoke, eat it, drink it, you know, chew it, whatever. Like so, yeah. You hit the, the nail on the top of it, or however that saying go. Like, nail in the coffin. You hit the nail on the top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True yeah. smoker. Yeah, whatever. True yeah, smoker sure. at heart. You get that shit. <coughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Nate, how, how did you guys get into like the passion of growing? Actually, growing. So, um, after experimenting with all kinds of um, marijuana, <laughs> getting like the low grade, the, you know, the R.I., getting the really, really high grade, it wasn't until I, you know, picked up a bag of some real deal Kush. Like, it was stinky. It was in my pocket. My mom could smell it across the <laughs> living room. You know what I mean? That's when I was like, yeah, I got some dank. Not only that, that was the first time I actually really, really got high, you know, like super, super high. And then um, we all um, had those had those uh, bags of weed where, you know, it got seeds, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just that stress, you know. Stress weed. And so I was like, let me, let me try to, you know, sprout some of these bad boys. And sure enough, you know, I threw them in some soil. They came up out the dirt, gave them some light. You know, they did their thing for a while. And it was just kind of on and off like that. It wasn't until I became, like, I think it was um, 18 years old. And I started messing around in my closets, you know. I started, you know, got some more seeds, started sprouting them. And I actually got the plant big enough to where I actually started to um, to induce flowering. 
And so once I seen the plant start to develop flowers and seen how different every plant was as far as like characteristics, smells and, and all kinds of stuff, that's when I absolutely fell in love with it, you know? Mm. And I was like, Yeah, this plant is super complex. It's like one of a kind and just just, just to imagine I think the different varieties that are out there, it's insane. It's insane. When yeah. you first started, did you try like showing your own was it just like trial and error or did you like do research oh um, at first it was definitely trial and error until I actually heard of uh, YouTube oh, and that's <laughs> when uh, yeah and that's when I um, started doing a lot of, like re- research on uh, grow videos how to grow um, how to get started you know what to use and stuff like that and it just went on from there and then I also started uh, learned about forums how um, there were certain websites where growers would get together talk about growing share genetics and you know the whole nine yards and this was all the way way before like it was super illegal and that's yeah. how that's super, how yeah that's how the community super. got together was through forums you know that's how they communicated that's how you got right. advice the whole nine yards right. you know and that's when um I, I dug into forums as well so it was through through videos through uh just googling stuff and then through forums where i got so much information and you'd be surprised on how much you can do just by simply sitting there reading you know same for you bro oh yeah hello <laughs> when i got started growing i remember so this one dude I went and bought a gram from, and and twenty bucks was was a dub back then, you know. Twenty bucks was a dub. Drive over to his house, a while, and pick up a dub, and I'm like, man, this don't look like a dub, but I got my scale, so I take it home. I think you just like aged yourself because like right. I'm just saying. Growing up, I'm just saying. It didn't go by like the amount, like the. the the weight, it was just like the amount you spend. Oh, let me get a dub, let me get a dime, right. let me get a nickel. Like, oh, I remember the nickel. No gram. I never knew it. It was no gram or. No, hell no. Yeah. It's just like, let me get a dub. Let me get a dub. It wasn't until you got to like the half ounce and stuff, then you start saying, hell okay, yeah. Well, how know, many grams are half ounce, you know? They got real serious. Listen, I got no more nickels no more. Don't be asking me if you know this. Oh, yeah. I don't have time to sell no nickels, man. You know, but a nick back in the day would last me a pretty good while. At least two bucks. Yeah, all day. You know, yeah. and that we were rolling Philly blunts. You know, Philly blunts. A lot of people don't really know about so it. You know, months, yeah. like that. That's what a Philly blunt was. We just mm-hmm. cut up on a Philly perfectos, and and you had enough weed to actually put in there. But yeah, like when I when I got ripped off by this guy, I got home. It's a point five, and I'm like, nah. I drive back. He's like, oh yeah. Well, I don't really do this. Da 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 da. And when I drove home on the way home, I was like, I'm never buying again. I'm growing. And for that moment on, I, I started. And you know what? Again, like my man said, trial and error, trial and error. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to go for it. Sometimes you just got to jump in and again, sink or swim. You ever tried to grow Rocky? Um, yeah, actually I have. Um, I wasn't really super successful at it. <laughs> uh, so I stopped. And I think it's just almost like anything that you're like, oh, let me try this. And again, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And young YouTube. That was the biggest thing so for me, YouTube. Yeah, so it wasn't like yeah. super. Without but all the ads. My YouTube, in my year, and your YouTube, in your year is <laughs> two totally different things. You know what I mean? Amen to that. So um, it wasn't like they have it now. You know what I mean? I saw a Instagram <coughs> post or a story just the other day, and somebody just threw the seeds in the cup with water. Mm-hmm. Right, and let the seeds pop on its own. So you don't have to do the whole process of even using a paper towel. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you, because you were shouted out, by the way. Uh, nice, yeah. That. Yes. That's that's my biggest thing. Is uh, that's funny you say that because that's actually my little uh, technique that I do. And I, I forget when and where I first saw it, 
But yeah, I would use the paper, the wet paper technique, paper towel technique, I'm sorry, for the longest time until I literally grabbed a bean and just dropped it in water. You know, Easy I forget where I seen it or where I read about it. And it worked within 24 hours. Yeah. I go back and look at the cup and there's a little taproot. I'm like, God damn, you know? Wait. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's little things like that where it makes a tremendous difference. But that, that's a great technique on how to germinate and sprout seeds. Just dump them straight in water. Right. You know? but you when I was, I, it was never like that. Yeah. It was, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. And it was all <laughs> the wrong way. And I did it. I tried it and it, it didn't work. And uh, so I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'll just keep paying a whole lot of money for her. But, and here's the thing, like it wasn't like I went through a transitional phase. I never had to be the neck dying person because the people that I was around smoked real expensive cannabis. Yeah. And they had the hookup and they hooked me up and the guy used to deliver it to me. So I always had the best bud. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, dude, it wasn't even that. Come on. It wasn't even Sorry that. with our stress weed stories over here. Uh, I have seeds. Sorry. My <laughs> bad. I had a big no, we're going to exit this, this podcast. Wait a minute. I didn't say I didn't have seeds. Everybody had seeds. Everybody had bags. I think bags everybody had bags with seeds. And especially me, I had tons of those. But you did get good bud. Mm-hmm. It was a big difference. Now, in my day, it was like skunk. You know what I mean? I got some really good skunk. And really, you knew the difference because the shit smelled like shit Dang. when you smoked yep. it in your home. Literally, if my mom came by like two hours later, she'd be like, "A dog took a shit in here." <laughs> <laughs> and like, no, no, nobody said you didn't even call. So thanks, mom. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I tried to grow that shit didn't turn out right. Like it was super, like, super light, like. Like airy, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I was really disappointed because I thought I was doing right. I bought like special soil, yeah, yeah. bought the lights, yeah. But I probably went the cheap route because the lights was hella cheap. It was like eighty bucks. Really, to to be honest, man, it's a good um, to spend. There, there, a lot of people. I get all kinds of questions like, oh, what what kind of nights lights do I need? What kind mm-hmm. of gear do I need? What kind yeah. of soil is good? What re- what nutrients do you recommend? Yep. And honestly, considering the amount and brands and different kinds of lights, especially grow lights nowadays, um, soils, nutrient lines, it's all absolutely it's all gonna get you to the end from start to end it's all gonna work for you you know it's just um the grower in between all that you know it's all the layers in between the your basics which is your soil your medium um your plants obviously you know good genetics lights um your environment all that and then you have to do everything in between that you know yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was was pretty it was probably me i was probably half-assed you know what? Uh, and and that's the one though. thing. When I started researching everything, I, I was researching Jorge Cervantes. Okay, yeah. Back in the day. Absolutely. And, He's a legend for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got started growing because I just listened to him and, you know, okay, let me follow step by step, see how he mm-hmm. does it. And and little by little, you get to learn, you know, and, and then you'll you'll start seeing where, how you do things. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like taking a flow. Like, you're like, okay, let me take what this guy does and let me put my little thing on it. And, and that's it. The plant just needs love and care. Yeah. You know, I always keep a log when I grow, uh, just to see how what I'm doing and the different types of uh, different things that I'm doing, so I can adjust later on for the next plant. The only way you or, fix or mistakes in a loss is if you make them. You know, but like you said, if you, if you actually log everything, you have a 
you know, notes on everything, the next round is going to be better because you're going to make that change and make that improvement, you know? Yeah, it's not like you're not going to learn. But you never stop learning, never. Yeah, you know? never. Mm-hmm. Even, I know growers out there that have been doing it for 20, 30 years and they're still learning, you know? Still they're still learning, learning about this day. plant. There's no way you can master this plant, in my opinion, you know? There, there's so there many is, different things to do. Yeah, and, and there is no right or wrong way to do it. It's just your way. You right, know? exactly. Yeah. You know, That's back, how versatile that plant back is. Back in well. the day, you know, these seeds were just in the dirt and they would just grow and they would pollinate and then spread more all by themselves. You know, the different things that we do now is just apply science to it. Give it the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. know, it's, it's, give it the best water. Yeah, give it the best. <coughs> you, know, yeah. we, you know, we're able to do that now. This plant is strong. It's a weed. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a strong plant. So, you know, you just got to try, you know, the... The first step is trying. You know, you may fail. Cool, I failed. I made a hermaphrodite. I, I sometimes didn't have seeds germinate, but you know that's what you go through, and you'll you'll get it one day. You know, again, keep a log. Mm-hmm. I always keep a log just to see where I'm at and see where I'm going. You guys work professionally too in the industry and cultivation. Yeah, absolutely. In Colorado, I did a lot of uh, cultivation. A lot of them they weren't too big. Um, as far as like uh, square footage, but they were nice grows. I did like 20, 30 lighters. The biggest room I, I was working in was like 50 lights, I believe. Um, and yeah, I did. That was probably like the hardest work. That's where I actually, actually uh, was like working all day long with the plant, you know, because you go every, you start your day off with, with the propagation. You go in, you're making sure your, your moms are good, your clones are good, you know, do cuttings if that has to be done. And then you hit all the bedrooms, you know, make sure everything has to be water, make sure things on point. Defoliate, you have to, have to defoliate, prune up, whatever it is, you know. And um, hit your flower rooms, make sure your flower rooms are on point, you know. Then hit your drying rooms, make sure your drying rooms are on point, your curing room. So it's like the amount of rooms you have to walk through just to make sure the whole facility is on point. It's a lot of work, you know. But at the same time, if you love to do it, it's fucking fun, dude. Yeah, it's, it's the best like thing in the world. fucking world. Yeah. Just being around the plant, you know. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I've worked cultivation for a little while. But it was, it was very nice. It was very telling. Was yeah, seeing about? how, you know, big those plants can actually get. Yeah, they get massive. <laughs> Even families, indoors if you like, have, what yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, sometimes the families are, like, bigger than your face. Yeah, and it's, yo. like, amazing. I've been to a couple of the grows around town, and, and I'm still amazed. Yeah. You know, it. You know what does weed look like? I mean, in a, in a sense, it all looks the same, but it's, you know, the love for the plant. When you go into it and you see what it can become and how you know how it can bud up yeah you know everything like that you know that's the beauty of it yeah and i think like that's like another thing like how like how many things can you say like you've been around how long we've been around we like some of like them 20 years Mm -hmm. for me and i still get excited excited when i see new shit or if i learn some new shit about it i'm like wow for sure it's like it's it's not too many things that you can say that about so that like it's a different game now you know like the you know right now it's more the concentrate game you know where you know way way back in the day it was the stress game in the 60s 70s you know i tell people that's that's pot that you know that's pot 60s 70s that's pot you know weed was the 80s 90s you know, and then Chronic came out the 2000s, uh, yeah. and then now you got what you have, you know, now. And, and it's just a different stuff. game that these, uh, I'll be honest, that these young kids are on. You know, they're on a different level. Low key. I, I give them props. I think it's kind of like cultural, too, because mm-hmm. certain cultures don't, like, don't do wax. Like, a lot of black people don't fuck with wax. Either. No, definitely not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, no, they, we're old school. Yeah. But it's, what's good is that I've educated a lot of minorities on how to like utilize because you know 
what people don't realize that there is a tolerance level at mm. some point you're smoking the most that you possibly can you're smoking over an eighth a day mm-hmm. I mean this is the, the kind of people we're talking yep, about right exactly so oh yeah I smoke like an ounce a week I understand where you're coming from 100% but at some point you know what I mean why Tell don't me. you you can cut back Graduate. a little bit on yeah this. exactly you can cut back a little bit on those blunts <coughs> yeah. they're just adding a little bit of wax yeah, to and, it. and you'll be a little bit more efficient I feel yeah. like wax is just more efficient like, yeah but, um, just forget it. Get you where you want to get and fast. <laughs> but Rocky said you hit it right, uh, hit it right on the nail on the fuck. How you say it? Hit the nail, nail on, the, on the, head. the head, bro. Yeah, mine. So yeah, you did that, Rocky. <laughs> because like I try to, I, I try to put my homeboys on it. Like ah oh, man, that's. I don't know about that whack shit, man. I'm like, man, it's, it's THC, bro. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about, buddy? Yeah, yeah for sure. Oh boy, man. when I roll a blunt and I infuse that shit with uh, crumble, live resin, uh, fucking shatter, literally everybody gets quiet. My whole house and I have like UFC parties, right? Yeah. Everybody gets quiet. You just hear the whole room just little by little. Just get lower and lower and lower, and I just sit back and watch. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yes. No, when you know, but you're the person in the family where people are like, if you go by Rocky's house, you're just going to be high. The <laughs> you're like, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes I walk out of here and I'm like, how did I walk out of here? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, right when you step out the front door, how did, what the, uh, I guess I'm going home. <laughs> so, one thing I was curious about, I don't even know if you can explain it in a simple way, but like, when you cross two different strains, how does that happen? Yeah, so I mean, like a lot of things, um, you need a male and a female. Okay. And yeah, and uh, in cannabis, um, it um, I know some plants will have male and female parts together, and that's how that flower or plant will reproduce itself naturally. Uh, with cannabis, you actually need a male pollen to hit that female flower, and then it'll start to produce seed. But it's as simple as literally put in side by side a male and a female. If you know it's a male and a female together side by side, once they flower, um, usually within the third to fifth week is when that male flower starts to open up. And then once that pollen hits that male, uh, I mean, sorry, female pistil, which is um, on the female plant, that um, female plant will no longer start to produce flower and THC. But now focus your energy and the rest of your time on producing seeds. You yeah, know? yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. what he's saying is like, so the male plant grows up, right? And he's yeah. like, you know what? My balls dropped. Okay. Yep, exactly. <clears throat> and I'm gonna pollinate. Right. And there's that female over there, and I'm gonna pollinate that female. Mm-hmm. And so those pistols just pretty much grab onto the pollination, and it produces seeds rather than buds. So that's why anytime you have a male, you, you know, it depends on what seeds you you get. You can get feminized seeds. You can get regular seeds. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, depending yeah, on that seed batch, from male and female, you're always going to get regular seeds, you know. In order for yeah. you to feminize the seed, you have to um, – a lot of people use what is called colloidal silver or what's also called um, STS. I forget what the long name is for it. Sounds but it's like STD. <laughs> yeah, but it, uh, at the end, it's it's a foliar spray that you'll spray on that female plant, and it'll cause that female plant to turn into a male. Mm. And so it's, it's what you'll call a reversal. And now, then you'll collect that pollen off that reversed female, and then pollinate that exact same strain, and then you know that's now become all feminized seeds. You know, 
But when you do it the traditional way, um, male and female, you're going to get regular seeds. So in that seed batch, you will get tons of males and females. Tons so it's all so it's all about testing your your seeds. You know, whatever you bred, you know, um, harvest them all, dry them up, and sprout them. You know, yeah. and then um, pick out all your males, flower your females, and then you will see the characteristics with both the parents that you use without a doubt. You know, and you'll get to see who is more dominant, the daddy or the mom. You know, the stud or the female. You know. So it's it's pretty cool how how um, you play around with genetics and then you might mm-hmm. see yeah, the the male be more dominant than the female. So you're like, all right, well now I know if I use this stud on any female, he's probably going to be a little more dominant mm-hmm. on as far as traits and stuff like that. That's you know? amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy. It, it, it's just like you know, in a sense, breeding two parents. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. Like. same it's parents, little, different kids. You know, it, it's a little bit of me and it's a little bit of that. Yeah, well, you know, just like your dad. <laughs> Just like your dad. <laughs> you know, and, and the same thing with seeds, like when they're when they're dropped, you know, some could be more like their father, more like their mother. You know, it's for, mm-hmm. it's you to determine how the characteristics. Exactly, uh, that, and that's tree. where that's where the pheno hunt will come in on that specific mm. seed batch. You know, let's say you sprouted fifty seeds. You know, you pulled out thirty males. You just got stuck with twenty. So now, out of those twenty, you're gonna see right. Well, number five and ten stuck out like a sore thumb. You know. So then, those are your keepers, you know. Like you can keep them both around, and you can flower them both again, and it's maybe strong. number five just killed it. And then now number five was your keeper, you know, of that seed batch that you did, you know. Same parents, but just that number five kid. He was the he was the one who went to the NFL. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> he was the one who brought the money back, yeah. you know. <laughs> or I should say, she, you know. But yeah, for sure. Either She's way, yeah. We know each other. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's what's up. She was a strong lady. Yeah, she's the one who made it. She so, made Rob, it. you've been doing a lot of, like, on the production side. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, talk about that. Like, how did you, or... So, basically, when I transitioned, transitioned into the production yeah. side, uh, I take care, mo- you know, I'm the office manager. Okay. So, I take care of most of the concentrates that come through. You know, I make sure everything is running smooth inside of the office so that when it gets to the other side, uh, people get the product and it's a certain, it's the right amount, right weight and everything like that. As far as producing the products, that's where I have my, uh, my two main guys. You know, my two main guys, they still to this day teach me everything about like this is the way you do it. This, you know, ethanol goes in this way and it pulls uh, this from the cannabis and the, and then you use the, ki- the, the dry cannabis process, for this. Yeah. Oh yeah, they go in deep and it's a deep, deep science. You know, it, it's not like your mom and pop joint where you just place it in the oven and just you know wait it outside. It, it's a literal process and, and science, and it's something that I truly enjoy consistently learning about you know uh with these guys who who all they love is cannabis and Mm -hmm. they love what they do so you know it's amazing to see this again i'm old school so i love my flower so learning about concentrates you know it takes me to another level again i give i give those guys props because for what they create especially the product they create fucking lovely (laughs) so i'm blown like off some of the still off the shit that I smoked earlier from from what they produced. So like what what does it feel like? What blows your mind? Like the the taste, the the high, like what? The taste, how they extract the terpenes, how they reintroduce the terpenes, how they create the diamonds, make the sauce. Is it just because now that you know the process? Oh, definitely. Now you appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah, okay. You know, okay. and that's the one thing that I'm seeing is when I get to try it now and see what they produced, and I'm like, fuck, this shit is tasty. Like. 
what did they do to it? How, <laughs> how did you produce this? You know, like, again, for me, I'm throwing this, you know, seed in soil or, or hydro and I'm growing, growing bud. I, I can taste it. Where this, this one, they're reintroducing everything, taking something out, put something back in and creating something and, and baking it and extracting it. And, you know, I'm like, okay. And it's just, it, it's amazing what they do. That's Honestly. amazing. So if I had to say, like, if I was a novice person and I lived in a state where there wasn't many dispensaries, there are them, um, or there's just places that don't know how to get the cultivation to actually match up with what's going on in the storefront. So you have so much weed and not enough coming out. So people are selling like, I don't know, eights for five and ten bucks because (laughs) these states don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, what you pay for. If you have these people that live in those areas that are so far away and they can actually grow their own, what would be your sage advice? Would it be just YouTube this or... Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, definitely do a little research on the city and state that you live in as far as like plant counts, you know, how many you're allowed to grow and stuff like that. But um, yeah, definitely YouTube was my biggest thing, you know. And um, I know a lot of uh, um, genetics aren't really easy to get a hold of for certain people. But if you're able to get some seeds, um, start off with soil, you know. Go uh, do some research on some good soil. Start off with some good soil. And as far as equipment and lighting, you don't have to spend a fortune to get started and to grow decent medicine for yourself, you know. Hop on Amazon. Amazon has been my biggest, you know, shopping spot for for getting gear. And Even now, I still shop on Amazon and try to look for the the cheapest thing, you know. But obviously, the more more you invest, the more... um, the better quality you'll get at the end of the day, you know. Um, but no, you don't have to spend a fortune on equipment. You get a, get a, get a nice full spectrum light. If you can afford a little tent, get a nice little three by three or four by four tent. It's yep. been like the perfect space I've worked with, like a four by four area. And with that area, four by four, you'd be surprised on how much bud you can produce for yourself, you know. And then, um, and yeah. So it, it shouldn't be. It's not too hard. I say fuck that. Like if you want to grow weed, grow weed. Yeah. I get it. Like, like you know what? I, I I get it. You know, and if also, you want to abide by state law. You know what? I get it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know we should be doing this anytime we want. Whatever. If you're not trying to make some money off of this, you're cool. You know, and that's the thing. Like people just need to back the fuck up honestly like back up I'm not doing anything I'm smoking so what I'm chilling in my house I'm not disturbing anybody what so you smell white weed it smells good right okay get the fuck on it's dang yeah but I'm saying this is a Puerto Rican female to a Hispanic male another thing I, I is, always fit the description yeah they're like hey you know what you look like that guy yes I know I do <laughs> well, you know what and, 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 no you're right Rob you should actually okay. honestly you should be able to yeah by, leisure do by the law what the law says yes but at the end of the day you guys know what it is <laughs> you know what it is we were doing this a long time ago when it was really illegal super super super, super, super illegal like yeah, I'm yeah. talking about nobody would come in your house No, nobody would come Who, who's at my door who's right. looking out there you know now it's like you have a girl in your, in your fucking pad and somebody's coming out. oh let me look at your plan oh how cute <laughs> you know, it, it's a lot different now. You know, and that's the thing. Like, it has to be normal. 
we don't have a problem getting drunk in public. We, you know, we shouldn't have a problem getting high in public. What What is the problem? You know, you have the problem. I don't have the problem. Like, I'm problem. good. I'm we chilling. You know what the problem is. You know what the problem is. Listen, I always tell people this is the honest to God truth. I go to some of the best parties, cannabis parties in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. No doubt you will have possibly the best time, right? Fuck yeah. Here's the thing. When we're done partying, we can absolutely no lie. This is the truth. After a few hours, all we need is a, like an hour and to chill and we're good I'm good and I mean it's Gucci be a not even an hour it's just 100%. by the time we by the time I finish chopping it up in the parking lot with the homies I'm good to go like, <laughs> right. you know we walk exactly. to the car chop it up for alright I'm, I'm right. good like, yeah. I'm, but every bartender in America almost every I mean bartender in America will definitely get you smacked oh. yeah yeah no and problem and then send you on your way 100%. not, not, not oh, knowing uh, where you're going have a good night exactly. or how you getting there yeah. thank you for exactly, the tip yeah. and then here's the thing there's no Three, four, five o'clock in the morning. Mm-mm. Those things end at like one, maybe one yeah. at exactly. the latest. And then it's like deuces, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, I want to go right. home. I want something to eat. <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting Jack in the Box right. on the way home. Yeah. We, you know, playing some Call of Duty. Right. Yeah, you know, home, talk to your kids, not be a, you know, disgusting mess. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. amazing. You'll play Legos a little yeah. bit longer. Let's put it like that. Like, yeah. you'll literally be like, Fuck, I'm really Batman over here. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's harmless. And that's the thing. Like, once people get over it, it'll still take a couple of years. Oh, it's going to take mm-hmm. more than a couple. Because I feel like a lot of people are I'm still... talking Mexican time. Oh. A couple of years Mexican time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know what that is. It's, it's like it's five or ten years. Okay, it's okay. five or ten years. Translate that for You know, like, that's, what, that's exactly what it is. You you know. Yes. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm just down the street. My ass, you just down the street. You still out. You just have to shower. Are you kidding me? People are like, where are you? I'm on my way. You're still in the bed. You're still in the bed. Yeah, I'm putting well, I just woke you up. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 I've been up. I've been up. Nice shit. Yes. You know, but... You know, weed is, uh, it, it really is harmless. Like, if you consume it in in, in a positive manner, it, it's completely harmless. You know, yes, if you're an adolescent, if you're, if you're younger than a certain age, I don't believe, I don't believe you should be consuming cannabis. At the same age that I, that I started off, I don't, I don't believe that. You know, and, and that's the thing. What age did you start? I, I started at 15. Okay, I started at 16. I feel like... Yeah. I would be pissed off if my sixteen, if my daughter was yeah. sixteen, and she starts smoking because I don't feel like that's old enough. Yeah, but the only thing we can do is educate, educate. them about cannabis and let them make the decision on their own. Mm. We can't just tell them no because when you tell them no, they're like, "Why not?" Yeah, you exactly. Yeah. That's just the human nature. <laughs> you know, I'm like, "Why not?" Doctor Dre, when he when they put that that little label on his CD, it's on more CDs. You tell them they couldn't buy it if they weren't seventeen, and they were like, "What?" Fuck you. That, that's just the way we are. I think uh, it's hard. Maybe it's hard for us because we didn't get that why. Yeah. We'd be like, well, why well, can't do that? Because I said so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my bad. Yeah. 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 And it's like, uh, yeah. so you feel like that, like that's that's the way it is. But like, yeah. nah, but and, it's, and it's different now. Why. Now yeah. we're being more educated about yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, once people open up that education, that educational sign of it, then, you know, what kids will start making more educated decisions, you know, about what they want right. to do. You, know, you give them more education about cigarettes and what happens. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes is on the decline. You give them more evidence about, you know, alcohol and what it can do to you. And, and certain people, you don't see the rise in alcoholics. 
you know but with, with cannabis you have to treat it you know the same way it's Education. in moderation yeah. and just educate your family about it and you know but hey this is your choice to do this is my choice I like to chill out when I go home if I decide to have a beer every night no problem mm-hmm. right. if I decide to get drunk mm-hmm. every night no problem yeah. but but I can't come home and just smoke a blunt and chill out that makes right. no sense yeah. you know and just geek out on my TV like haha ridiculousness yeah. <laughs> you know like, and have a good night's sleep that's it I'm yeah. just gonna sleep <laughs> that's it. not only that that's the long term damage that it has on your body you oh know it's like gosh. man Oh, smoking cigarettes a lot on the daily or even alcohol you know, people drink a lot of alcohol it has oh, yeah. a big impact on your health long term you know if yeah, you do it on the regular sure. as opposed to just strictly smoking marijuana you know for sure yeah yeah the differences in lifestyles and that's what I'm saying you know like our lifestyle we still work we still contribute to society where you know alcoholics and drug addicts they don't contribute to society at a certain point and that's the thing like you know there's a difference in lifestyle that we live than than what other people live you know so you know all I say is just stop looking at me like I'm doing bad you know I'm I'm just chilling just leave me the fuck alone it took me a while to get comfortable enough to or be comfortable with my smoking like around my family because most of my family was like just super religious like go to church every Sunday (laughs) You know, every Wednesday Bible study, yep, Monday yeah. Bible rehearsal, like we was there. So like, <laughs> like so for me, like when I started smoking, of course I had to hide it, right. and I hit that shit for years. Right. So like, I bet you they knew every time. I'm pretty the sure they knew. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you they knew every sure time. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. thought we were cool. As soon as I moved out of my mom's house, I was like. And they smoke butt. <laughs> and, and literally was like last bag out of the house. And they smoke marijuana. Yeah. Last bag at the house. I'm not car, in the car. Started. I got smoke. <laughs> no, but check this shit out though. When I lived in Chicago, it was totally illegal to, illegal to smoke. I felt so much more comfortable with smoking. You know what I mean? Like outside, even though it was illegal to do so. Yeah. Um, now, like in Nevada, where it's legal, yeah. I won't even smoke. I won't even smoke and then get in my car. You know what I mean? Like smoke a joint and get in my car. I'll smoke a vape or some shit, yeah. but I won't smoke a joint or and get in my car because I know that shit breaks later. And I know here it's like the policy is we throw the book right mm-hmm. smack dab in your face. Mm-hmm. But that's the beauty part about vapes and concentrates. Is literally you can achieve what you want to achieve in a short amount of time and without the smell and chill the fuck out. Yeah, the smell doesn't linger. It don't <laughs> shake around. <laughs> like, now, you'll just go mind, to work. Folks, disclaimer on this. Don't start with concentrate. No. <laughs> I mean, no. don't start with concentrates, but, I mean, just try it out. But, like like you said, if you, <laughs> if you smoke an eighth a day or an ounce a week. Oh, that's oh, where you're at. Come on that let's, yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead and graduate and be a grown-up and right. some concentrates Salute. in your life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah All that stress on your lungs, too, smoking all that plant material so much, you'll, you'll be good. surprised on even taking baby dabs throughout the day. On you, you know the difference, the difference on smoking thing. all the flour that you have to smoke just to get to where you want to get. You Especially know? if it's some good shit, if, it, yeah. if they're able to clean it and get the solvents out or rosin, you know, which is only just heat and press, uh, you know, certain shit like that. Like I, you know, I understand why people want to smoke rosin, you know, but I, I don't mind the extraction of you know using ethanol or CO two or, or butane and then purging it out. 
Give me the difference. What's right. what's talk to him like? What's the difference between rosin and like live resin? Or Ro- rosin is just yeah, a heat and pressure. It. You know, all it is is just squeezing the just plant, squeezing. just yep. slowly using heat and pressure, and you squeeze out little by little, and then you just keep pressing it over and over again at different temperatures, and, and you produce a certain type of, of like consistency. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know where uh, live resin. <laughs> Love live resin because it starts from fresh frozen. Sure. So pretty much as soon as they cut down the plant, they freeze that shit. As opposed to rosin, what are they doing with the plant? Oh, it's already cured. It's actually cured. And so it's already done, over with, it's ready. You you buy it in the store, you can press it. Yeah. Right. You know, where where live resin, you have to get it, you know, right when they chop mm-hmm. down the plant to put it in the freezer, I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. I give it to my guys. My guys are like, bed, you know, that's gumberry. Why? If you guys haven't tried it, <laughs> that skunk fairy is fucking gorgeous. Oh, I believe it. <clears throat> but yeah, like, and that's how you get like live resin is through fresh uh, frozen flowers. So pretty much anything that it has to be just cut off right when it's ready to go, oh, put in the freezer, mm-hmm. brought over to the processing, and then that way, if you want to create shatter, uh, then you know shatter, distillate, you you have dry uh, material, cure material. You could take all the plant, you know at the the, the stuff that they clean up at the end. You right. could put that into, uh, you know, into the ethanol and then, you mm-hmm. know, extract it that way and that's how you create shatter. And depending on what kind of plant material, it just depends on how good it's going to be, how clear it's going to be, the yeah, dark it's going to be. quality in, quality yeah. out, you know. Mm-hmm. So how they grow it is definitely a, a good process. Know your growers. You know, right. and that's the thing. Right now, we, we can pick and choose who we want to buy from. Don't just settle. Right. That plant there are so is many good people out from there. start to finish. There's so much you can do with all parts of that plant. All parts of that plant can be utilized Everything. in some Nothing way, shape, or form. Yeah. And that's how it works from if, you know, you get into the dispensary or you get into cultivation. Usually, most people get into cultivation like trimming first. Mm-hmm. And then they'll move up to like maybe production. Yeah. And then they'll move up from production to maybe cultivation or learning how to do the cultivation portion of things. But from start to finish, it's the plant, you know, gets trimmed, you get the buds, those go to the dispensary, whatever falls off of that plant, which is a lot, believe it or not. Yeah. If you have not cut or trimmed, right? It's, it's a lot. Like, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Pounds. Plus, <laughs> almost a good portion that he from that bud falls mm-hmm. right and then that goes all of that stuff goes to production and that's how production then they decide how much of that's going to be used for concentrates and how much of that will be used for edibles um, and for the most part it's going to go mostly to the concentrates because for edibles you really can write really well with edibles we still use the process to extract and then we add the, the concentrate to the edibles so we add it within the mix, especially where where I work. Uh, it's just you know it's it's insane. We don't literally inject right. No. You know anything. <laughs> it, it's mixed all in at an even amount each each process. So you know what I give mine props, hella props. I think we create some of the best items in the fucking market. Yeah. So you're telling me that it's not like Gushers candy. <laughs> you just don't take a syringe and plug it in. I got the one thing about edibles. Next. <laughs> if you want to have good edibles, it, it's got to, to me, it's got to not taste like fucking cannabis. Like, yeah. holy shit. Oh, yeah. I hate Absolutely. that shit. When your homeboy cooks that shit, 
Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'm too bougie for that. Yeah, I ain't like, bougie. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people at home will make it with like I butter mean, or something, so that's what gives it that real overwhelming flavor. Get out of here! <laughs> I get anything in his ear. Yeah. Oh my god, when you get like when I get 500 milligrams, I will tell people right then and there. I'm gonna take this 500 milligrams. I'm gonna wait 30 minutes. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going to smack this whole can right oh, here. I don't know. And I'm going to let you know, not that I'm going to want the money back because what's the five ten bucks, but if that's the case, you need to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. For you real. know what I mean? Yeah. I remember we was at this one function, and it was supposed to be like this this killer uh, this killer popcorn. And she was like, yeah, everybody that ate this popcorn just passed out. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. Give me the popcorn. This is a few popcorn. How many milligrams was this? It's supposed to be like 500, 500. or 1,000 or something. I don't remember, but it was supposed to be a lot. Like everybody was, everybody at the function was pumping it up. Mm-hmm. So um, me and another coworker, we got it. And um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that. It, it, was, it was not that. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, like this popcorn. No. Watch out. See, I'm bougie when it comes to edibles. I need the, yeah. I need the label. Let me know. <laughs> it was or tested. you know when people have good edibles when they tell you this. Try one of my cookies. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Okay. Well, hold on. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe how much? How many milligrams? Maybe tomorrow. How many milligrams? How many milligrams? So 500? Yeah. So I, I'm not going to eat all this. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and nibble. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to try it out because I want it to go fast. Yeah. Even though you're lying to yourself because now you're scared a little bit. Because for me, I think I'm more around like 80 to 100 milligrams for a good buzz I'm like yeah. 100 yeah like around 80 to 100 yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but working at the shop and, and doing a lot of their edibles, you know, um, they're all around like 100 milligrams. It's, 100, it's like yeah. the basic. So usually around 100 milligrams for me did it, you know, as far yeah. as getting me high and comfortable too. Now, yeah. average people, when you're first starting out, you want to start out as low as possible. Try microdosing it because edibles, they hit you a different way. We talked about that, Jerome, uh, for absolutely. a little minute. So yeah, start off, start off very low on that. Oh, and especially slow. if you're doing that at home and... Learn how to measure properly again. Yeah. You too. <laughs> yeah. I don't even recommend, like, if you're doing edibles for the first time, I don't even recommend doing homemade edibles. No. Oh, no. Because no, you have no fucking you idea. You never know how much is in that one dose. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. And so I always tell you, when people come in and they buy ghee or they buy, and I always, I always ask, just out of curiosity, you know, what do you use this for? Oh, you know, I'm going to make some cookies. Is the first time you had cookies? Yeah. Is the first time you're buying the ghee? Yeah, okay. There's a measuring spoon in the inside there. Please don't eyeball that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Most people will. Yeah, like I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with the homemade animals. Um, you caught it, yeah. I'm, I'm a big hater. Yeah, that's why it's cool with microdosing because you could always eat more, but you can never take it back. You know? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's it. That's why you have to be like, listen. If people always ask me, I always tell them, "Is this your first time?" And then they'll be like, "Yes." And honestly, my first thing, I'm not gonna lie, is a vape because I feel like you can control that. A little bit more. Sure. No, yeah, definitely. And I tell people, just take a puff one. Yep. Wait about 15 to 30 seconds. See how those, that affects you? Did you Have you ever got this? Well, ha, ha. What's like, what's a puff? That's why I tell people, pull. Take a pull. I, I, I tell them, just, I'm like, 
like you're sipping the soda. This, like you're taking a sip of soda out of a straw. Yeah. Two second draw, you know? Yeah, I think it's the safest, absolute safest down. way to do it. And then, you know, because usually people immediately want to go to edibles. They immediately don't want to smoke. And then, of course, there's that vape thing. So, like, yeah, yeah. People are like, oh, let me just do an edible. And then that's not always the safest way. A lot of people, like, honestly, my wife, five milligrams. Mm-hmm. No problem. Blows my mind. <laughs> I, 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 I just don't believe that. I'm yeah. like, you're lying to me. Yeah. You're lying to me. You're not lying. Stop that. Stop playing. Shut up. Don't eat that edible five milligrams. If you're just going to waste if you just time, yeah. you feel something for Shut my mouth. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, like the one thing with edibles with me, like that's how I know 50 milligrams, uh, I'll feel it. Mm-hmm. 60 milligrams, I have an even better time. 70 milligrams, I'm starting to get lazier and probably go to sleep. And I think above that, I'm going to sleep. It's about mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's the thing. That's the beauty about getting it within the industry. You know, I'm not mad at this industry. Like, I think, you know, if you're in mainstream, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. You know, mm-hmm. like, literally, I, I mean, you know it's cool your mom and pop joint you know like you got your mom and pop joint I get it do your thing you bougie bougie (laughs) you know but you know like like do your thing you know hey I give you props hey all power to all the people but at the end of the day nah don't think you got shit on these people at the top yeah I feel you you know like you know you'll get there just be humble yeah you fuck with uh, RSO you know, I've never tried to RSO. Are you serious, Robert? serious, Robert? I've never seen a need. I've never seen a need. I swear, I wish I would have asked you that before we started. I would have brought I got a boss up. No, pal, no, put them on. Oh, yes. <laughs> put them on. Bless you. Oh, wow. Like, And the only thing is, is again... You know, when it comes to this concentrate game, uh, yeah, you can consider me a rookie, definitely. You know, when it comes to flower and shit, get off me. If you ain't got double digits in your years of smoking, don't say shit to me. You know, go back to you. Oh, I smoke 95% THC. Whoop-de-whoop. Oh, I smoke all day, every day. Yeah, me too. We invented that phrase. Get the fuck off of me. Yeah, man. I'm going to tell you something, man. I really wanted to ask you guys about this, too, because... In California, that um, I used to, I felt like when I got Cali Bud, and it was outdoor, outdoor grown Bud, those sativas would smack so much harder. Like I felt like some of that stuff that was outside grown would be so much more potent. Am I lying about this or? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, I've had some grown that passes for for indoor. You know. a lot of times, mm-hmm. but no, I've had some of the best flowers I've smoked have, have been sun grown. You know, believe it or not, and if done right with the proper genetics and the right love and everything else around that, you know, if you're in a really good spot where get cannabis grows really well, then yeah, you can produce some amazing flower outside. You know, and and the best part about it, it's all free. It's all you know, the power of the sun. You know, right. yeah, pretty much. You know, and that's that's the beauty of it. I mean, I've smoked outdoor. It's it's great. Yeah, know? it's awesome. It, you know, there is a difference. You you do get Mother Earth's love. You know, mm-hmm. within the planet, and you see how it naturally occurs. Where you know, inside you get to control everything, and I get it. You want to produce the best of the best, but at the end of the day, 
you should just be able to throw these seeds. In yeah, the it could it could be left. done both ways. You know, it yeah. doesn't always have to be inside. You know, if you're no. in a if you're in an area where you know you can legally grow, you know, if you have a little spot outside, throw some seeds outside. See how that goes. You know, it's just, you never know. See how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, for real. For real. If you can grow it right, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be in your home, yeah, you might as well give it a shot. Yeah, try even it. out of like, I mean, I think that that was the reason why most people failed in the beginning. Is because really, if you could have just popped that seed in some soil, outside, yeah, and just try it out, you never know. Yeah, you never know yeah, if you got yeah, that yeah, green thumb, you know. Yeah, sure. And if, if you don't want to jump thumb. out and invest that money, like, oh well, I don't want to just spend all this money and see if I got it, you know. Throw some seeds outside, let the sun do it, you know what I mean. Give show it some love, and yeah, you never know. Put it in the spring, and it'll be ready in the fall. Yep. Yes. <laughs> you know, like you ain't got to do too much, just. You know, a good amount of sunlight around it, and yeah, you can water it yourself or wherever you live. Right you know, on. if you got good areas. You, uh, so I know, Rob, you more flower than Definitely. concentrate. Nate, you do more flower than I'm all over the place. I like it all, man. Yeah. Do flower, concentrate, edibles. Um, I just recently started making my own um, RSO, so okay. that's been that's been a game changer <laughs> for me. Oh, this one got yeah. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't made no recently, but but yeah, I, I made some and it was awesome. It was really really good. Because I've made my own edibles, you know. I've I've extracted my own flower. I've done all kinds of extractions, you know. I've done with solvent. I've you know I've, I've made my own rosin. Um, I have what's called a um, uh, for those growers out there who do. Um, grow i'm sure you're familiar with what's called a trim bin and that's what you'll trim over and then it has a micron screen that has a uh, two layers of plastic and so at the bottom layer of the micron screen you have just a fat layer of keef but you it's can like in the back like that bucket yeah it kind of looks think, it looks like a bucket yeah i think i've seen that mm-hmm. at your house one and time. it's yeah, like two layers crazy. yeah it says a micron yeah, screen in it you keef. trim over it and mm-hmm. then all the um all the heads just fall through that micron screen and you lift that first layer up and then you see all the keef at the bottom you know you just scoop it all up and then it'll end up looking like this you know i got a bag of keef right here by the way oh we're gonna show we're gonna take a picture yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. so yeah nothing on that plant gets wasted you know everything yep. you know you can use the whole plant mm-hmm. and that's the thing like nothing even after I, after harvest i i love bubble hash you know i think that's the most natural way to extract uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, the trichomes off of the plant just get really really cold water and putting it with the plant material that you have at the end and then filtering it through the bubble bags and you get some really, really good shit out of that. You know, that's my favorite uh, type of, you know, hash to smoke that bubble hash. Have you tried the... Yeah, uh, ice water hash is really, really yeah, good. Yeah, have you tried the ice, the camp ice bubble hash? No. Oh, uh, <laughs> camp did a bubble hash. <laughs> And you must try. Nice. It was really, really nice. Some of the tastiest smoke I've had has definitely been some like ice water bubble hash or uh, hash rosin, like fresh frozen hash rosin. You know, so it's like fresh frozen plant material. You wash it, and then right from there they'll do uh, they'll throw it in the dry freezer, which will speed up the process as far as getting all the water and moisture out. And then from there, put it in some micron screens and then press it at a very low temperature. And man, the flavor on that is just. It's out this world, you know. What's the thing when you see on YouTube and you see like, 
they put like ice, actual ice, and then they throw. Is that the ice bubble? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. of yeah. one time, mm-hmm. stirring, stirring, yeah. stirring. Yeah, so there's a you can use a the, a five gallon ash. bucket is like a standard size for that yep. people use, and there's different uh, uh bags, and each bag has a different micron in it. So um, that last bag that you throw on top on on all the layered bags is where all the material goes in. And so you can layer it with ice material, put ice material, and then just fill it up with water just until you're able to stir it, you know. And then um, I recommend doing it with like a um, a wood a wood paddle will work, but something a little softer like a rubber or silicone spatula. And then um, the with the temperature of the, of the water, it breaks off all the heads off of the plant material, and it falls through all the layers of those bubble bags. And so each screen has like a certain like. I'm not excited, but like, um, yeah, like a filter through it that just gets smaller and smaller. Exactly, and smaller, exactly. You know, each level, mm-hmm. and then it gets better and better and better. Yep, each layer will have less and less plant material <laughs> through mm-hmm. it to where you get just pure heads all the way at the bottom, you know? Right, so this is what Jaime is seeing. I just want you to <laughs> I want to translate to you what YouTube high Raquel is looking at at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so they're taking 900 pounds of reefer and they're throwing it into... Reefer! Reefer! reefer. <laughs> throwing it into this ice. This whole, like... I don't know. Icicle. It looks like 1,200 gallons of ice. <laughs> and they're mixing around, they're mixing around. And at the end, at the very end, it's the residue sand from your shoe. That's left over yeah, from that that's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. no, and and again, that's that's the type of things that I love is like uh, more all natural. You know, I that's why I love the plant. I I do appreciate live resin and shatter. You know, in, in the saws and the diamonds, I I appreciate it. But at the end of the day, my heart is always going to be towards all natural. You know, like just the plant and then you know just taking it and reproducing it into something else without having to do too much without having to put all this extra shit in it mm-hmm. you know and that's just my opinion my opinion yeah so at the end of every episode we have a little segment we like to introduce you know all of our guests to what is it called Rocky what you smoking on what you smoking <laughs> on we just like to ask our guests you know what you've been smoking on lately you know, whether it be wax, you know, flour, you know, you know, whatever it is. So, Nate, what you But we want the on? snack grenade. I've been smoking on this ice cream cake that I'm a really big oh, fan of. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of my personal grills. Um, it's an all-around great smoke. It's actually, it's really heavy. I'm a bag, I'm a really a big fan of that heavy smoke. You know, if it really doesn't get me high, I'd rather not smoke it. I'll go take a dab or smoke some concentrate, you know. But um, but yeah, it's heavy and it tastes phenomenal. It's got that great gelato with a little bit of gas to it. So that's been my smoke lately, right there. And of course, everything's always infused with the in-house kefirs, you know. Kefirs, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> breakers. Rob, what you been smoking on? You know what? Uh, I'm always gonna be stuck in the Jack Herrera. I love that type of sativa. I love the smell of it. I love the high. I can get shit done and I. I and you know what? The the come down isn't too bad. Uh, luckily, nowadays, I've been blessed to get a lot of uh, live resin and shatter. So I've been okay. fusing a lot of my uh, blunts. And it's, yeah, it's been insane. I Again, I, I love the fact that I can smoke all day, but with the shatter and the extra little bit, I can... I don't have to smoke the whole blunt. Yeah. I can smoke half, tap it out, and go about my day and 
be stoned as fuck and come back to it. You know? That's what you do, you a blunt guy. Yeah, oh, you know what? I try to get away from it. I, I love my joints because I, I think I can roll the best joints in the world. I'm biased that way. Okay. Um, I, okay. That doesn't sound like much bias. Yeah, I, I, I don't think anybody else rolls good joints as me. I mean, I, I appreciate I don't know. you guys. I'm not going to say I'm not going to call <laughs> no. you. I don't, I don't know. He's really He's paying uh, some shit over here. You know what? I got, some, I got somebody in mind, but I'm not going to say who. I'm just Everybody saying, just have to bring like, on the podcast and like, have a battle or something. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, I'm very biased. My shit's the best. Rum bro. You know, but uh, I do like rolling joints just because, you know, I do roll good joints and I do enjoy, you know, actually making a good joint and seeing the way it burns and it burns perfectly, even when I infuse it. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, I can't get away from these blunts. I love chilling and just fucking smoking a blunt, watching TV. You know, that's playing my game. Old school. Old school. That's that's that. Yeah, that's, that's how nice. I like to do it. I like to infuse my own. Whether usually for me, because I'm by myself, I'm gonna have a blunt mm-hmm. and or a joint, and I always infuse my stuff always, and just chill. What you been smoking, on, Rocky? Um. Well, I had some what waiters. hasn't she been smoking? Yeah. All? Right, like that's <laughs> shit. Yeah. The funniest thing was she came earlier when she was coming with the jar. She was coming like one by one. Yeah, was, yeah. Like, why did she keep going back? Like, why she? You know, that was the whole presentation. I wanted to try each one because you shouldn't just try one. You know what I mean? You got to try each one. So I had a mixture. Each one came out with the My dear friend friend, they gifted me some wonderful cannabis and I shared that today with um, my people. And let me tell you something. When in doubt, man, they absolutely bet the smell, the flavor profile. Mm. You know, smokes good. It's a manicure. Right. Oh my God. Right. Listen. Teleprops. For people who smoke. Thank you. It, it will jam a bad grinder. You better have, some, you better have a nice shredder. Stop it. it. Uh, the sticky icky. Yeah, the stickiest of the icky. No, I'm still thinking like I think I don't even I'm foggy because I feel like I'm still thinking about that RSO. That's very very much appreciated. That honestly, it means a lot, especially coming from you, because I know you're a good smoker and you only smoke good shit. You know, so when you're telling me my shit's impressive, I'm like, yeah, dude, it makes me happy because I'm doing something right. You know what I mean? For sure, I think. Thank you. Yeah, I think you're a little. You know, I'm gonna tell you because you're my friend. You're a little bit full of shit sometimes. I'm gonna call your ass out. Uh, I love him so much. (laughs) I'm gonna tell you why, Nate. Because you'll be like, you know, hey, I'll call you. Hey, dude, you know, I really, you know, if you if you want to ever smoke together, and he's like, yeah, you know, I have some uh, Mac, but I don't really like it. Yeah, it's not really good. (laughs) And I'm like, really? I'll do it. I'll, I'll just do it. Let's let's smoke. And for sure, it's a smacker. And I'm like, Fire. this guy. <laughs> oh my god! Even what he thinks is bad is really yeah. fantastic. So if you have to put that into perspective, if you have to put that into any kind of perspective, he's a smacker. Oh yeah. 
I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No doubt. Yeah. That's the sound of you. Like what? No, no, no. no, man. I really love you to death. He knows how I feel about him. Man, you guys killed this shit, bro. I appreciate you guys hopping on with us, man. Appreciate you, bro. Oh, yeah, man. It's good times fun. for sure. And guys, just as uh, before we get off the air, I just want you guys to uh, check out Sin City um, Zotics, and that's going to be S I N C I T Y. Z-O-T-I-X at Instagram. And Instagram, please check that out. Um, you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, and then uh, Rob, that's going to be Nate, by the way. And then Rob, last.weed underscore tonight. That's L-A-S-T dot W-E-E-D underscore T-O-N-I-G-H-T. And we're always going to be found at, at High Bartenders. Um, if you're going to get seven seven. And listen... We always say this, Joel. We're not perfect. No, no, not we're never gonna like tell you guys, hey, this is what it is, and it's Bible. Always check things out, and if you have anything that you want to submit to us, you can always email us at highbuttenders at gmail.com. Um, we have our website now up and running, www.highbuttenders.com. Yeah. We'll give you a little bit more on that uh, information on that podcast, and you can also listen to the podcast from that website. And uh, hey man, as we always do. Let him know, Rocky. As always, stay high, butt tenders.